0: This episode is brought to you by Herbaland Gummies. Herbaland is Canada's largest gummy manufacturer based out of BC. They've mastered gummy vitamins and supplements. They're not only delicious, but also potent and inclusive. Herbaland wants to make gummies that are good for everyone and good for the planet. They make vegan, sugar-free, allergen-free and gluten-free gummies, not to mention both their manufacturing and compostable packaging are eco-friendly. That's why I've been loving taking their gummies every day because I know I'm making the best choice for my body and the environment.
1: I love the way they have a gummy for everyone and every occasion. From beauty and fitness gummies to daily vitamins and even clean candy, Herbaland has something for everyone. If you have a love for all things wellness, beauty, or fitness and want to join their inclusive gummy crew community, check out their brand ambassador program at Herbaland.com. While you're there, you can get 20% off your order with our discount code, pottytalk 20. Highly recommend going to check it out. We love Herbaland. Thank you guys for being the sponsor of this episode. I'm so obsessed. Let's hop right in. Guys, welcome back to Potty Talk, the The podcast podcast where where we shit talk talk ourselves. ourselves. I'm Jack, and I'm Tor. And today, I got a rant off because we don't do fun facts anymore. Yeah, no, (laughs) I
0: actually, I would like you to comment, petition to make the fun facts come back. I like the fun facts. I just love a fun fact. It makes me happy,
1: and it makes us think really hard. Maybe it just has to be now more themed, like fun fact of the week or fun fact. You know what I mean? It was was crazy that it was fun fact about each other (laughs) after 60 episodes. It does feel like I've lost my touch in terms of what's fun about you. Well, I
0: also, (laughs) that's very true. And I do feel like it started off that the fun facts were indeed fun and then it slowly got a little bit
1: malicious. We would well, expose yeah, each there other's like, wars. funny ones but then, then it other's... got like a bit mean for a while yeah. and then it was just a bit boring for a while so it's, we've just gone we've, through the wave of so many emotions with true. the fun fact that I, that's why I had to pull back and I just needed a bit of a break. I'm willing to make a compromise and find a new way to bring it back but I'm just saying as of right now in current episode 60 you will not hear fun facts and that's Deal. It. 61 that's we've got a themed
0: fun fact and so, on that note roll the intro baby. So with our new mic setup, it feels like I can't actually look and turn to you because our mics are very particular. You have to talk right in. So Tori, I, I actually can't
1: prefer that. Didn't you ever hear the saying what? that when you don't look at someone in the eye, you can actually be more honest? Yeah. It's like, that's why talking on the
0: phone or writing down and reading a letter is better if you're nervous about a conversation wait really yeah like if you if you can't if you feel like you're not going to be able to like muster up the words to look someone in the eyes and say what you need to say that's why they recommend you write down
1: yeah I mean it makes sense I always knew that in terms of uh sort of having those conversations in person in terms of like difficulty that people look away yeah but I didn't realize that's why they It actually takes
0: a lot more strength and power to like hold eye contact and be (gasps) vulnerable so now it. we'll share even more because
1: we, we are never looking each other in the eye. Ever. I love it. I love it. Well, you have crazy green Shrek <sighs> eyes today. Yeah, so you know what? maybe it's for the best so that I'm not looking directly at them. Wait, Are you calling was, them ugly? No, but what was that? What was the name of... Um, of Shrek's wife because that's Fiona. the vibe I'm getting from you today. Fiona! Yes, I'm totally getting Fiona vibes from you. You remind me of the gingerbread man.
0: <laughs> and our shirts actually have
1: Lord Farquaad? Lord Farquaad Lord vibes. You're yes. right. So we're actually just Shrek. really on the Shrek vibe today. Donkey and the donkey vibe. We love donkey. <laughs> it's Eddie Murphy, right? I just yeah, love it is. him. He
0: is so and funny. remember like Puss in Boots? That's a great movie actually. I should <laughs> We re-watch. should
1: yeah, we should have like a movie marathon on Shrek. Maybe that we'll become live streamers and we can just stuff. live stream our reaction to Shrek. I do love that.
0: <laughs> but no, I did want to come on here. Speaking of my eye makeup, the reason it's so crazy is I had a very very fun YouTube video I had to film today. It was the busiest like work day ever and I was like go go going. I almost didn't make it here on time. Yeah, what you, did you do today? I had, you know, a YouTube video that I had to get shot and then you know when there's like all the like the little stories to go with it. Mm. And then in the meantime, I also had to set up this Google campaign and then I was dealing with this other fire on emails and it was just like boom, boom, boom. So I felt like it was a crazy work day, and that leads me into a conversation that I wanted to have about a rant, about the craziest thing that happened last week. Yes. Now, I know I've told you this off camera, but I'm going to have to obviously dive back into the details for all the listeners at home. I have never in my life had this happen, and it's so... I mean, I can objectively pull myself out and be like, wow, that is hilarious. Like, I cannot believe that happened. But it was a huge problem, basically. Yeah. About... Yeah, a week ago, I wake up and my father texts me and goes, hey, Jacqueline, why is one of the Kardashians on
1: your Instagram video? <laughs> also, just the fact that the Kardashians are even involved in this makes it I hilarious. know. Well, that actually is what makes it scarier. I'm like, is Kris Jenner going to sue me for this? Like, even though this True. wasn't my
0: fault? Like, it's, I don't want, uh, I don't know. And um, I was like, dad, what do you mean? I'm like, is he just old and doesn't understand how Instagram works? Like, does he (laughs) think he's on my page, but he somehow is on like Kim Kardashian? I don't know. That's funny. And so no, he sends me a screenshot, a screen recording, actually, because he was that high tech. And it was, in fact, a video of a Kardashian who will not be named, um, a full ad campaign with her in it and many other influencers that was getting run through my account by a brand. And this was not approved. This was not compensated for. This was completely illegal activity. <laughs> um, and I was completely blown away because let, let me put a little bit more context behind this. When you are doing campaigns with certain brands, certain agencies or the larger companies have to basically through Facebook business manager, they like approve. You approve them as an advertiser. So that way they can, you know, when you see a sponsored post on Instagram, sometimes the brand does it themselves and it just
1: gets pushed through your account. It allows them to like boost the point, boost the post to reach a wide wider audience but typically creators work really hard on the back end especially in the negotiation stages of contracts to make sure that if that is happening that you're being compensated for because ultimately they're using your name and likeness to promote their brand. So it's kind of a big deal. Yeah so basically this company
0: at an earlier time had approval to I had made a video for them and for that certain time, had the rights to make yeah. an ad out of at it. At one point, they at had one the point rights. in time. Yeah. And you know what? It was so weird because I feel like I almost had like a foreshadowing, like that's so Raven moment the, the week sixth prior. Sense. Yeah, because it was so weird because I all that was on Facebook Business Manager, which I want to just say I hate going on there because I find Facebook so confusing yeah, and like it even just is. navigating it is so not user friendly. So, but whatever. I was on there for I think another brand deal. I had to like somehow approve another brand, so I was in there, and it gives you a big like master list of all the brands that have ever had access to either see your analytics or help boost a post or any of that stuff. And I kind of had a thought like, wow, that's so crazy out of all these different companies that I work with. And now, mind you, most of these are companies that are super reputable and would never like nothing should ever go wrong. But I did have a thought that, wow, all these people have access to some of my information in my account, which There is a little bit, I guess, of an inherent risk. Like, who knows who is on the other side of that, right? That's true, yeah. But again, most likely, like, nothing would ever happen. But I actually did have a thought, like, wow, thankfully, like, out of all these weird accounts and all these random things that have access to post as myself, thank God nothing's gone wrong. Right. Well, this was the day when everything went wrong. (laughs) So long story long, ends up, it turns out that this brand was basically trying to be super sketch and push, I mean, what I'm assuming happened is that they had this Kardashian figure, do a commercial a commercial for them at an earlier date and they probably didn't have the rights to push it back out. Yeah. So they thought, hey, we have access on this one random creator's ac- account. Let's push it through hers. And they completely basically just tried to scam me. Thank God someone saw it because I wouldn't have even seen it. Like, there Well, was- it's
1: crazy too. The weird part was that you weren't even in the video that no. they promoted. Like your name oh, is I- Jacqueline Forbes and then sponsored video, but the video nothing- was not you. It was like the Kardashian figure and, and other then like a collage of
0: other, exactly, which it's so crazy. there was so many, pr- like it was one, not only beyond the scope of what we had ever agreed to in this partnership at an earlier date. Secondly, like, can you imagine you work so hard for your reputation and I mean, the Kardashians themselves, as much as I am a fan of them, they have done polarizing things, and they are controversial people. Yeah. And not necessarily everyone would want to be associated with them. Absolutely. So, like, that alone could be a problem. But also, there was a whole montage of a bunch of other influencers in this video. And who's to say it wasn't a, f- like, I mean, we all know there are some influencers who you would not want to be associated with or Absolutely. who do not promote positive messages.
1: Yeah, and po- then your name is just, well, that's like, what I'm boosting saying. up their, So, like, yeah. it,
0: was, it was so, honestly, it was so upsetting and, like, so frustrating the fact that, a big brand did that and basically of course obviously I called them out and I completely revoked the access and tried to delete everything as much as like as quickly as I could. There was also a spelling error in the caption too which that also just bothered me. It's like now not only are you doing an ad that has not been approved, you're using my account illegally, you're Promoting people that you probably don't have the rights to use. And there's a spelling error in the caption. Like, how many boxes can you take? such a tent? bad
1: combo. Yeah,
0: so obviously I let that be known. And I demanded what I thought were reasonable... Actions of reparation, but it was just like a super frustrating experience. And it's hard because in those situations, it does remind you that, oh, these are big companies. And even if you wanted to, like, technically, they had broken any contract that was ever in place. Yeah. And all of that was like null and void. But it's like, what? Am I a small creator ever going to go up against a huge company? Like, no, there's no point going into a proper like lawsuit or a small claims court or any of that. Like, that's not worth right. it. But, it's hard to digest sometimes. It the, it's
1: like the level of disrespect. And I feel like that often, and and maybe creators don't talk about it enough, but especially working with the clients at the caliber that we're lucky enough to work at, you go through these stages of negotiation and you go through these moments to make sure that contract is in a place that you feel comfortable with as a creator, not only from your name and likeness perspective, but in terms of compensation and all these other things. And then to just feel like, it only is going to be enforced if it's for their benefit. Like, I do yeah, feel like that sometimes. It, totally. It's to protect them, not to protect you most yeah, of the time. Yeah, and I, I think that, you know, we can always work as creators to get better at making the contracts reflect what we need. But I still think at the end of the day, to your point, are we really going to be in a position of power to then enforce those changes if we need them to be made. Well, and let's be real. Like majority of the time, you're so right. These rules,
0: these things in the contract that are set out only apply to you. Perfect example of, hey, we have these deadlines and me and you are both very similar. We're both very type A. We would never not follow the rules or not do something properly on the right timeline and it's always expected like of course there's no questions there yeah but then on the flip side when the contract I've added additions to make sure that my payment is reflected in 30 or 60 days all of these terms that help help me actually get paid or protect me when those are put in place then those are never followed like I cannot explain the last like I I think four months in particular and I do have a little bit of like, I guess empathy because I know we're in such strange times, but you would think because we are in such hard and strange times that these big companies who have billions and millions of dollars would have empathy to you as a small creator going, hey, we know you have to pay your rent and pay your bills. And oftentimes, there's been a few paces where they're like, "Oh, sorry, yeah, it's just not." It's like, okay, now this is 200 days
1: overdue. What, like, what can I do now? I'm again not going to go take this to court. Like, and that's the problem. Like, like, like what's we, my option? I'm we stuck. end up being in the position with no, no power because yeah. at the end of the day, they you know, they can hire anyone. They could hire you over me. They could hire 10 other girls over Well, then they go,
0: oh, Jacqueline's being a bitch. She's bitching about payment. And it's like, well, no, you're 150 days overdue. I'm just following up to say, like, not even to be like, hey, fuck you, where's my
1: payment? But like, hey, do you have an update? Like, why is this taking so long? Like, when can I expect it? We've also discussed at length the idea that even if you do start to put up a fight or start to, not even fight, let me rephrase that. If you start to protect yourself as a creator and create those boundaries and say, I'm not doing this work until I'm paid at least 50% up front or even paid up front in full, whatever you want those terms to be. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that should be taken as, oh, that creator is hard to work with. And unfortunately, I believe that from the brand perspective or even I would even say from the agency perspective that it is kind of the feedback like they'll be like, oh, well, that's just, that's outrageous. And then I say, well, no, you wouldn't ask a plumber to get paid 60 days after he's unclogged your toilet. So when I promote your brand on Instagram, I should be paid at the same moment that that's happening. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I mean, in some ways I can understand. I'm fine with the 30 or 60 day payment term. 30 is fine. But like, then stick to it. Like, and I get what you're saying. Like, I agree. There's so many other jobs that of course you would expect the payment within like a more time service,
1: right? So mm-hmm. the service, let's say, even if you're just at a restaurant and you order a cocktail, you're covering that as you're departing. Yeah. I, I guess though, it has to be the same day. Yeah. I'm just saying as freelancers to, especially in this industry to take advantage of creators that are either just starting out or smaller, or like we were saying, going right. check to check and living, you know, as they're doing campaigns there, that's how they're paying for rent. That's how they're paying for their life. It's, it's unheard of to me. Like, it's it's crazy to me that they get away with what they do. Well,
0: that's sometimes what I feel like some people don't have empathy for. And I get... It's also, I feel like sometimes even complaining about the YouTube space or social media world, like it's almost like, oh my God, these people have it made. Like, what are they complaining about? They post a picture. But that's unfair. It
1: is absolutely a job. Well,
0: in some ways, okay, I understand. We definitely, there are harder jobs out there. I'm not going to say that. Oh, of course. But there's a standard, right? So it's about the standard. Well, it's also like that just because we are blessed doesn't mean that we can't have frustrations with being treated unfairly. Absolutely,
1: yeah. But I guess that's sort of my point. Like if people in the industry like us who have been doing this for five years, ten years, and have created names for ourselves and and continuously work with really wonderful and high-end brands, I believe to a certain extent it's up to us to like create those precedences and to make sure that those creators that are starting out have protection in some way. Like the amount of creators that start out and they're like, oh, I literally have no money. Or like, oh, I have all these outstanding invoices invoices, um, like, it's just crazy. Well, it also makes me think, like, and
0: oftentimes it's hard because the person, especially when you get with these, when you're working with brands that are so large and have so many different departments and they're just at that scale, half the time the people that you're, Following up with or having direct communication with isn't even the person that's a part of the problem. They forward that to finance or it goes to a department that's going to help you. Yeah, they have no answers. So one, like you're 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 yelling at the wrong person. But it's also the thing that is frustrating is when people seem to not. Like care, And I, get, I mean, I get it. These people are like, well, what does it matter to me? They, they don't care.
1: But that's but sort of my point. It's Like, like if they you, wouldn't get, if they weren't paid in two weeks, you can bet your well, bottom dollar they'd be sending an email to make sure their check was in that's the That's what I'm saying. If they weren't getting paid to be at work that day or they didn't
0: get their last month's payment, they would for sure have a problem. So it's like, it's, and it, cause it's, it's honestly
1: just more the attitude. Well, it's seeing it's yourself
0: like, in the other person's shoes. Oh, totally. you just did
1: this great campaign for us. The work is done. The service is over. Now here is the fulfillment. Well, and
0: I'm not even someone who is like, I don't think I'm that unreasonable. Like I can understand if someone goes, Hey, we're so sorry. We've had a backed up system. You can expect it in another 30 days. We're so sorry for this delay. Like won't happen again. Like I'm, I'm very reasonable Absolutely. and understanding. Yeah. But it's when I get replies and people are like, snippy about it as if like they make me feel like I'm wrong for asking about an overdue payment. That's your problem. You did not follow the contract. Yeah. You have agreed. You have signed off that you would pay me within 30 days. I don't care if it's a hundred dollars. I don't care if it's a million dollars, which it's never a million dollars, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it doesn't, it's not even about the amount of money. It's the fact, it's the principle that Absolutely. if you, res- I respect you enough to do all, follow all my deadlines and get everything to you on time. Why can't you respect me? And, like, it's a respect thing. And it's for hard because sure. if it's a company whose product I love or a brand that I love it does hurt a relationship. And there's been many times when I passed on certain partnerships because I just don't feel like Com- confident well, that well, I'll yeah, be paid. the yeah. rapport
1: has been like broken and it's yeah. it's annoying. But No, it's true. I and I think maybe what a lot of people on the back end or people listening that may not understand this world as much, like I would say, Well, maybe of the time 40% of the time would be brand direct but most of the time it's agencies and that complicates things like 10 times further because that means there's an intermediary company between you the creator then the intermediary which is this agency and then the brand so you can imagine the amount of and I've discussed this at length with many people in the industry just the amount of broken telephone that can happen whether that's for payment or whether that's through for concepts for approval like I'm working with a few brands right now that are very like high-end like I don't know not high-end in terms of like Chanel like not luxury no no not luxury just okay household names that that's a way better way to put it okay household name brands like very you know prominent brands in the Canadian market and the amount of back and forth like I can tell you when people are like oh my god your job is so easy you're just posting an Instagram photo I wish I could like what 87 emails back and forth right now discussing concept copy like images like oh bring this like brightness down by two like m- dashes like the amount of just little small things that get brought to life in these brand campaigns like you have no idea the back end and I guess that's to your point this is not us like ranting or complaining about the industry. I know it's so so weird when I say these things so I'm like oh am I just being well, annoying no, because I like am I just but no because I think it's acknowledging that We are, this is our job. This is what we do every single day. Every single person in any job is going to run into some level of, you know, like roller coaster. You're going to have the ups, you're going to have the downs. I actually think for most people, it must sound interesting because they don't necessarily know the ins and outs of this industry or the content creator world, so... If anything, I think it's nice to shed light on the fact that people behind the scenes are actually working really hard to make yeah. sure that this content well, resonates. That's
0: the thing. It's like, obviously, I live in my shoes. I know my day to day. I know your day to day. Well, not even, I don't even know you're necessarily day to day, but I can understand because we live, like, we work in very similar yeah. fields and do the same things. But it's like, I know I work hard. I know you work hard. I know what my day looks like. I know how much time I put into all this stuff. Like, I don't yeah. doubt that I am working hard at what I do. Again, is it the hardest work in the world? No, but I'm putting a lot of hard work into it. But yeah it's like I, I don't even know how to explain it it's i think i think when your heart is in something so much too and when you're and when you know how much time all this stuff takes like it's even actually a simple request this past week i was working with a brand which like super great experience and i've been working with this brand for a while we ended up doing this really fun video yeah and then it's just the day of an hour before we were all set to go live with everything we had like a video going live as well as like instagram posts as whole like there was a multi multi um like social post going on with it Literally an hour before, they're like, "Hey, actually, so sorry, we actually have one final request from X <laughs> person um, at the two-minute mark. Can you actually insert this and cut out this question and do this?" And I was like, "Well, we're," sp-. and they're like, "Oh, and then still like, can we go live at like say 1 p.m.?" And it's like, guys, by the time I one, I don't know where I am right now. I don't even I think mean, I was yeah. home at that time. Two, by the time I edit it, export it, redo all the metadata, re-upload everything, like. That's a whole, like, it's a whole it's job. A whole, exactly. In and it's like, it's. I know it can sound quick in theory. Oh, just cut this part out of a video or add this part in. But it's like, then I have to reshoot this and I have to do a different voiceover. And it's like all these different layers. And, it's
1: ah, and it's to like, be fair, I think what do I you say are, though? I think from the creator perspective, because because we have to wear so many hats. Yeah, like not only are we the producers of the content, but then we're like the creative director, and we're also like typically editing the content or whatever the fact may be. I think from a agency perspective or even a brand perspective, most of the time they think it's as easy as like a band-aid solution like oh just yeah. cut that out and it's like that is absolutely yeah. not We're how this just works do a
0: reshoot and it's like hey well this was shot in natural sunlight we are, have to do the okay cleaning. let's talk
1: about reshoots for one <laughs> minute so this is i the actually thing about put in i do not allow reshoots if i followed
0: all the guidelines yeah you just changed your mind you have I to don't pay care. me again. Exactly. Well, I don't. And this
1: is the thing about reshoots because I, you and I obviously believe the very same thing about a reshoot, yeah. which is if it is our mistake and if I didn't follow a guideline or if I totally messed up and used the wrong totally, wording, of then I acknowledge that I messed up and I will completely fix it. Like I have no problem with that but what will often happen and what we always say is that people don't know what they want until they see it so they finally see the video with the concepts that they've approved (laughs) that they created they they created usually and then they say hmm it's just not it
0: go or back to no. the drawing board it's the
1: worst if you're like
0: hopping on a pre like normally i will do like briefing calls beforehand just to make sure that everyone's on the same page So crazy. we can all collaborate chalk things out and that's like the human part of it it's fun to like get to talk to these brands and have virtual meetings and all this stuff yeah and you're hashing out all these ideas and say there's that say let's just make up a scenario um, Granny Smith Apple wants you to take a big bite of the apple and go, mm, this is so delicious and start your video off that way. And maybe that's their pitch to me. And I go, uh, guys, that's kind of not how I would start a video. I think it's going to come across, across very fake and like an ad. I don't think it'll resonate. People might click off. Like, can I suggest this this suggestion, which maybe pushes the same message, but it makes more sense to my video style. Yeah. And they're like, nah, nah, we really think our idea is the best. We're going to, we really want you to do it our way. And there's a certain point where you, you try to, and I have to say, these are more outliers. There are many brands that I'm happy to collaborate with. And those are probably all the brands that you see all over our pages. I work with people that I know do truly collaborate and or, understand. like give the creative freedom. Totally. Like there's some
1: brands that. It's a give and take for they sure. They will just say, yeah, go with the wind. Like we'll, we yeah. trust you. And I think that's when you're you're in the right partnership. And that's when you get the best content out absolutely. of it too. Let's be real. It's not this like fake super absolutely. stage thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But um, anyway, so that, yeah, you end up going, okay, you stop putting up your fight. You're like, I'll just do what you said. Let's try it out. I don't think it's going to work, but if yeah. that's what you really want, let's do that. Then you do it. Then say the video doesn't perform well, or you get a bunch of negative comments saying, this seems so fake, this is so sponsored or whatever. And then the brand comes back and goes, uh... This didn't go, really go so well. And I don't think we want to do any more videos anymore. Like, it didn't really deliver. And you're like,
1: this is what I told you. They're like, of course it's not yeah, going are like, I actually tried to give you my expertise. Totally. Well, and that's what I think brands forget, too, is like, we are experts on our audience. Like, yeah. we know, like, oh, okay, like, it could be as simple as a tie-dye outfit I know will perform well. And then they're like, no, no, we want all black. And you're like, no, no, but... I'm telling you, tie-dyes yeah. are like, no, no. And you're like, yeah. okay. And then you do, like, you wear a boring well, outfit and they're like, it doesn't perform. Like it's Well, it's casino. hard because
0: you also have to think too. Like, I always go back to egos and like really what this comes down to. It's like, you have this company, which most of the time if we're working with, say, these household names, these big brands, they have... 50 plus years of experience of making ads and making commercials. What's so different now, especially with the influencer world and the social media world, is that you have to kind of give some of that control and power away. It truly is a collaboration. It's like half Absolutely. of what you want, half of what this person can bring to the table and you marry that together. And it's not a perfect commercial where you have everything planned out from the brand and, side. And, and we're not sure that's the Sometimes
1: clients want way too much involvement. And then I think at that point you start to lose the fun of what our job actually is, which is integrating something we love and then trying to share that in totally. an authentic way with our audience. Well, it's
0: also like, I always hope to people that truly want to like reach out or want to work together. It's like, I hope that they genuinely have seen my content. They understand yeah. my vibe and they go, oh, that's a good fit for Us. what our product is. Yeah. Or what, what, exactly. Not just like, to oh,
1: she gets the most likes or she totally. Because you see brands like that too that make the choice just for reach or just for engagement. Yeah. And that's a separate thing and I totally understand that. But I've seen some like very targeted niche ads from smaller creators that I think are amazing and like yeah. very much meant to like, like and you know what? It's target like makes sense. Ads. You're like, ah, that's good. Yeah. Like it, I it do. Like, like f- today, I saw Khloe Kardashian's ad for Febreze, and I was like, oh my God, this makes oh, what's so that much ad? sense. Yes. I saw you post on your stories with like the Bedazzled. Yeah, and I literally said this is the branded content I've been looking for because I died because if you know Khloe Kardashian at all in the in like c- keeping up, like she literally is always making her bed and like I do it now. Like I spray Febreze on my bed sheets like as I make it cuz it's she always just talked about like how it's like making your bed feel like nice and fresh when you climb in at night. Like and it was never an ad when she spoke about it. It was just sort of like you she, you saw her do it in the show and it was just like one of her habits. So I was like yeah, Yo, this is just
0: like so good. That's the best when you see like a brand that someone organically talks about all the time and then you see an actual partnership come to life and I, that's happened a few times I know even on like my channel when actually I will give a specific great shout out to contrast all this negativity we've been talking about. Yeah. There was, so I make what I eat in a days on my YouTube channel all the time and I make like little vegan recipes and do little cooking and try to make it like more approachable and all that stuff and I talk about my love for peanut butter all the time and everyone oh, on yeah, my channel I forgot about that. and everyone on my channel knows like every single one I eat in a day people will like make jokes and be like oh there was no peanut butter Does Jacqueline need help like blink twice if you need help like funny that's things funny. like that like yeah. people know that I just love peanut butter that's like my favorite flavor and I then eventually it was so incredible the peanut bureau of Canada which basically just is in charge of all the peanuts and all the food in <laughs> so Canada so
1: random but like amazing and they
0: had to reach out and they're like hey we see that you love peanuts would you like to talk more about peanuts in your video can we sponsor a video and I was like just peanuts of America and Canada like they're just sponsored I love me. it. I love and it so much. And it was such a great partnership, and I'm still working with them right now. But we've done a few videos so far, and all the comments on those videos are so hilarious and incredible because everyone is genuinely so happy, and they're like they're rooting like, for makes you. Sense. They're like yeah. dying. They're like, this is hilarious. The fact that Jacqueline got a peanut sponsor, like, and it just it's, it makes it ten times better. So I love what so it's true. An organic fit already, and the brand just like makes it just better. And that, that's I the think way that's it should, it should it be is, that way,
1: right? Yeah, I think that's part of it as well. Is is you know, yeah, like celebrating the creators when they do have an awesome partnership. Like, totally. and I, I know like we love that too. Like, yeah, like this Chloe Kardashian moment that I was like, yeah, baby. Um, but yeah, just taking advantage of when creators actually work on sick stuff. Like, why not? Okay, let's manifest it. What's, what are
0: five brands or a few brands that you're like, one day I will be
1: doing the Febreze ad, <laughs> like something that you use all the time that you're like, that would just be so iconic. Um, okay, brands that I, you know, I've always um, really wanted to work with American Express because oh, I don't know if you, you know this about me, but well, you do. I know do this know about this me, about you. But I am actually like an advocate for them, and <laughs> I know I'm not their target demographic, but I can tell you right now, I have the like platinum card. Like, I I love the airport lounges. Like, travel a lot. Like, something about that in my lifestyle, and it's they funny because they do a ton of campaigns. They too. do a ton see- of campaigns, but yeah. I think it's just a little older, and like you know, because I don't think it's necessarily my target demo that's yeah. gonna be bla- buying the platine card <laughs>
0: is but, it called then? no it's like platinum but oh. I'm just saying that
1: funnily <laughs> but anyways so yeah I would like love to work with American Express I also always joked not joked but I was always kind of in my head that I would love to partner like long term with an airline like oh. just like create content like if it was like an Air Canada and then I have like X amount of flights in an a year and like when yeah. I go travel places that I use Air Canada and then I like shoot for them yeah or like a hotel
0: chain in that same like vein absolutely like, having a, like going around the world all those hotels yeah like, like you're so- like, oh, fun. I go to
1: like every Shangri La, like yes. in different places. Yeah. Oh, okay. That'd be cool. Manifesting
0: that. What about I you? I think I always think of makeup brands. I would love to do something like cool and like larger scale with someone like a Fenty.
1: Yeah. Or what are other cool? cool makeup brands I mean is Fenty Fenty like top of your list right now Fenty would be yeah I would like I'm uh, shocked by that really yeah I didn't think that that would be what you would say really yeah I mean I really I also love Fenty but I don't think I have like that many products like maybe just I uh, haven't so I don't know maybe I I think they do color
0: products really like really well and I just feel like they're modern and fresh and everything that makeup should be in 2020 and they're inclusive I I agree I just like love their vibe so I would love to do like Something like big for them, like yeah. like a proper campaign, like shot like with a yeah. actual photographer, like something cool. Yeah, that um, would be cool. And then what else? I mean, you know what? I organically have loved my Vitamix for so long. If Vitamix ever wanted to do like a video series, like a smoothie, something like that would make so much sense for me. I would love a Vitamix, like proper That's partnership. That's so true. I
1: don't know how you haven't brought that to life yet.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, we have just lost video. We're going to keep rolling because we got this sexy mic still. Our so. camera died, so continue. Um, but yeah, no, those would be some dream sponsors. We'll definitely manifest that one
1: day because I believe in us and I believe in you. There's also certain back to brand partnerships that just make sense um Madison just posted her she's their new ambassador I, for Savage I commented on it I was like Gang. it's shocking and it's so I good. was just blown away gassed at how fabulous she looked and I was like the photos yes. were like, so well, well makes, done too and it makes so much sense it's like yeah it's like yes like rihanna's line like it's just all of it was fantastic so i love that like, i thought that was when a perfect just, like, fit too and it's and it's fantastic
0: no that was incredible i was so deceased over it yeah it was just so well done
1: yeah no hats execution off. hats off to of all 10. these creators killing it out here should we do some roses and thorns i
0: feel like we've i've been, been ranting yes. i feel like i'm Let's high energy up.
1: okay you want to go first? Yes, uh, sure. Okay, rose would be... The week is almost over. I feel like it's been, like... <laughs> no, it's been, like, Honestly, one of those same. weeks. like Just, like, chasing after, like, a dream because I, like, sleep, you know? Like, I feel like it's just been busy and crazy yeah. and all these things. Um, so, yeah, happy it's, like, almost Friday. And I guess long weekend. But I'm working Monday, so maybe not. So, a second rose is that I am... Uh, what am I excited about? Oh, Adam has some, like, exciting news coming out soon, and I feel like it'll, like, be a little, like, a real catalyst in his career, so I'm, like, super pumped about that. Ooh, fun. Can't really share yet, but I will once it's, like, out and available. And then the thorn is that... I can't get my temperature right in my house. Like sometimes I'm just like freezing and I have to sit with a blanket and then sometimes I'm like hot and then at night I feel a bit like sweaty. So I'm just, I'm figuring that out, but it's a bit of a, th- of a thorn. You're working on yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Wow. Well, uh, I kind of agree. Honestly, a rose, I guess a thorn is that this week has just been a little chaotic and all oh, over did the I? place. Oh, did I just two thorns? No, you actually, I feel like you did all roses. You're, it doesn't even matter. Whatever. Who cares. <laughs> Um, yeah, definitely a little chaotic of a week, but a rose is that I've been going to F45 at the yes. 7.40 a.m. classes and it's been a great way to start my day and I'm feeling like good again. I just, well, not even like I'm feeling that I just feel good, like mentally, like physically, like I just felt yeah. like I was in a bit of a slump and like just, something about
1: sweating is yeah. just fantastic. Oh, I forgot how
0: like therapeutic and healing it was. Mm-hmm. So that's been really good. And then another rose is... It's a long weekend, and I didn't really I realize know. this until a few days ago. So it's just nice to know that on Monday, no one will be emailing me. and That's they can, true. As you say, lose my number.
1: Yes, please lose my number. But yeah, I, I'm just
0: feeling good. I actually, despite all this ranting and as much as it is fun to complain and get it off your chest, I've been really working on just like letting things go, not taking things personally. And I as agree. Dory
1: says, just keep swimming. As Dory says, just keep swimming. And hey, there's like cool things about the job too. I got to play with the new Rare Beauty stuff today and Selena Gomez's new makeup line. So like, hey, take take the roses. Yeah, no, we can't complain. I love my job <laughs> and I love what I do. I love my job and I love my life. pay
0: me on time, please. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thanks so much for watching. We hope you enjoyed Potty Talk, the podcast where, where we should, should talk, talk
1: ourselves. ourselves. I'm Jack. And I'm Tor. And have a great day. Bye. Bye.